welcome to another episode of The Gab. Today I have here with me my very good friend, Carissa Potts. She's an attorney and she owns her own practice and she has her vel- her very well-respected practice in three locations. How are you, Carissa? I'm doing really well, Gabby. Thank you so much for having me and for this opportunity and thank you for doing this podcast. This is a really important thing to that you do for as a service to um, you know women in the community and, and everywhere. For sure, for sure. Um, well, it's an honor having you here. I know you're super busy. So let's start with that. Tell us about a regular day in your life. Yeah, so, um, well, I do own a law practice. And so a lot of my day is spent uh, doing business owner things. This includes things like running payroll, and yeah. things that are very unglamorous, uh, dealing with HR issues, <laughs> emails about time off, and um, that sort of thing. I'm also uh, do uh, publishing. I try to publish at least one oh, article in a law journal every year. Um, I'm also on the board of um, Access to Bankruptcy Court, which is a nonprofit. Um, you do all of this in the one day. Well, so a little bit. So. It's actually, that's a really good question. It's about time management. Yeah. And so I allocate certain times of my day. I block off for different things. And that's the only way I can make sure that I'm addressing all of my different things in a day. Okay. Yes. Is to is to do a little bit on each thing every single day. So I have running calendar reminders and I have things that I want to get done. Even if it's just 10, 15 minutes a day on each separate thing I'm addressing it every day so it's staying fresh in my mind and I'm making progress yeah you're not gonna publish something in one day so yeah this is yeah really I think nobody really thinks about how every little bit turns Mm -hmm. into yeah it adds up yeah and so um it's really about staying focused and staying making progress on things um a little bit every day or at the very least making progress on something every week there's just certain things you've got to do to keep up and that's when you're doing a lot of different things, um, that's really important. And yeah. of course, I love to cook. I love to walk. I take long walks. That's my relaxation. Um, I also read three or four books a week. And so um, those are my relaxation things. Uh, what do you do? What, what type of books do you like? So I like everything. Um, you know, I do like fiction. I also like to read books about... Um, linguistics, um, history. You know, I just finished a book about Etruscan society because I wanted to know more about the yeah. ancient Etruscans. Um, I, um, I love books about linguistics and, and how different languages, you know, uh, etymology and the grammar um, is fascinating to me. Um, well, how, how did you decide to become a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, you know, I um, my mom was a legal secretary at Dickinson Wright, and she worked for the, the like the head partner, the head managing partner. And so, um, you know, none, no one in my family had gone to college. We didn't have a lot of money or anything. And when my dad died, um, my mom would often have to take me to the office with her um, just so I had somewhere to be. And so I remember being in the, the law firm conference room of Dickinson Wright, which is a very well-respected, big, you know, silk stocking law firm. And I would have a little pillow and my little like coloring books and books that I'd be reading and I'd be hanging out in the conference room and I would just be watching these lawyers with their high heels on and their 
Uh, yeah, you know, what is suits. what is this all about? Yeah, and that was my introduction to the law. And to me, these people were all, you know, um, they knew a lot. They were smart. They were funny. Um, they had a different set of concerns that I had, and it was very attractive to me. And so that's really my introduction to the law. And um, that was really what got me thinking about it. That's great. Um now, I know you specialize in bankruptcy. How did you decide to do that? Well, I finished law school when right at the height of the recession. It was great timing after the 2008 recession <laughs> when I decided to start practicing law. There were no jobs, okay? And when I say no jobs, I mean that even uh, experienced people were fighting over entry-level positions. It was a rough job market. And um, I got into insolvency and bankruptcy because the few jobs that were out there, that is where they were at. And most of the people were not solvent. Right. (laughs) Most people were not solvent. And so a lot of people that are my age, especially in the Detroit area that are like in our late 30s, early 40s, there's a a good chunk of us in this age group that are in the the insolvency and debt restructuring and bankruptcy world. That's crazy. Um, And it's just because of that's when we were looking for a job and that's what's available. So that's not a very sexy story, um, but I'm so glad it worked out that way. But it's so smart. I mean, it doesn't have to be sexy. No, sometimes you do things out of necessity and that's fine. What's the best part of it? Do you like it now that you're in it? it. I do. I love it. I love how... um, I'm good at um, sets of rules and following rules. It's very rules-based. Um, I The best part, though, is, um, is being able to tangibly help people. And I know that sounds cliche, but it is true. Because at the end of the day, um, what makes you feel good about what you do is that you were able to help somebody um, keep their home. Sounds like people are in a hole, right? Yeah. They're in a dark in a dark place and then you do actually make a difference you do and the difference is when somebody comes into my office for the first time sometimes they are shaking or crying or they're so stressed out you can tell they're sick from anxiety and then they walk out with a smile on their face and they just they say i just feel like the weight of the world it's a relief that's that's awesome like that is such a good feeling to be able to provide that kind of relief to people that's amazing what is a major challenge you encounter? Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about a challenge you've had and you overcame or something that happens all the time. You know, challenges happen every day. There's, I always encounter something as a business owner or as just, you know, I, there's always challenges. There's things I don't know how to do, big and small. Um, and... I think the the I never look at a problem as in I oh I can't do that I don't know how to do it it's it's okay I just have to figure this out I I try to look at every challenge or every um, obstacle as I just don't know how to do this yet yes and I have to figure it out okay and so I dive in and so um, I think that um, because of that, I have a pretty wide range of things I know how to do. Um, but I, you know, I just figure it out. No matter what it is, I can usually figure it out. Um, I'm running for judge right now. I've never run for public office before. I dove right in, um, and I'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, well, and I, that's how I do it. <clears throat> there's no use in just saying I can't do this. And, no. And also. No. Um, 
you know, you, you figure it out as you go. You do. And you have to be okay with failing. Um, because you're going to fail, especially if you're doing things you don't know how to do. You've never done it before. Yes. Um, you're going to fail. It's not going to be successful. There's going to be pieces of it that are failures. Um, and that's exciting because you're learning. You're not going to do that again. So that's part of it. And you have to be very okay with making mistakes and failures and just kind of laughing. And, and tomorrow's a new day. And you start over. And also sounds like you like to learn a lot of different things because sometimes we don't know what we don't know. No, no. So I'm the only curious. way, yeah, the only way yeah. to, to, to yeah. learn is to, yeah, just like you said about Etruscan history. Yeah, I mean, you just like, what are they doing? Right. Like, what did they, I mean, I just didn't know anything about them, but no, I'm, I'm always looking for knowledge. And to me, there's no knowledge that's like a waste of time or, um, or not a good use. Any knowledge is good knowledge. That's just more to, to keep in your mind and. Um, like not, there's no effort, no education is wasted. It's, it's all useful. And also to see other people's point of view, agree or disagree, oh, you're yeah. just learning. Yeah. The greatest gift, um, you know, to have is a broader perspective and exactly. Yeah. So it's just always curious, always learning. Um, you know, I'm always hungry for more to know more. What makes you happy? Well, this was, a, this is the hardest question uh, that you gave me and <laughs> that's probably pathological or something but um you know what makes me happy is um is 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 having a productive day um and uh you know really I do believe that the meaning of life the purpose of our life is to um is to serve the people we have obligations to. And so what makes me happy is feeling like I'm doing that and that I'm serving the people who rely on me and who I have an obligation to. Um, that is really, truly what makes me happiest. That's a tall order for every day. Yeah, well, you just, sure. But that's, you know, you do the best you can every day. And if today wasn't a great day, you, oh, well, you know, um, and you try again tomorrow. Um, but I think that should be the ultimate goal is, you know, what am I doing to um, fulfill my obligations and, and to make the lives better of the people that, um, that surround me? So little by little, you are building your legacy. You don't just say, okay, today I'm going to leave my legacy. No, you're working every day towards it. I love yeah. that about you, that you, that you have recognized that everything, you don't have to know it all, no. and everything is little by little, and then you, you, you arrive to your goal. Every day, it's just a small, um, it's, you know, and look, I have days, don't get me wrong, I have days where, um, that are not productive, okay? Um, and one, one of the nice things about getting older <laughs> is yeah. that... Um, you know, that I accept that sometimes. Today yes. is a day that is non-productive. And, but you know what's interesting is it's not really. Because sometimes you have to be non-productive in order to think creatively or think outside the box or to come up with a solution to maybe a problem that's been in the back of your head. So I don't think it's, you need that, that rest. Sometimes you need non-productivity, but in a weird way, it's also productive. So 
Definitely. It's like when you walk away from a structure and then you look at it and then it's the only way that you can say, oh, we need to repair this. We need to do that. We need to do that. And then you go back to your structure or your routine and you would have not been able to see it if you had not stepped up. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your outlook for the future? And but with this the future of your family or your, of your career, of, of you as a person, of, um, of I know, you, like you said, you're running for judge. Um, what do you see in the future? What, what do you expect? What do you hope? Well, I, um, I, one of my, I think, things that I'm somewhat good at is um, I'm good at, seeing opportunities and I've always kind of been somebody who will um, recognize opportunities as they come by and take advantage of them and see where they lead me and sometimes I don't know exactly where I'm you know going on this river that I'm on I don't know where it's going to take me um, and it's just learning to be flexible and seeing where it takes you and being okay if sometimes it takes you to a place where um, you don't want to end up and you and you think, oh gosh, this was a mistake. Okay, I, I'm just gonna, I gotta change course here. Um, and acknowledging these are the things I learned from that experience and moving on. So, you know, I, I don't exactly know what the future holds, um, but it's um, just continuing to look for opportunities um, to, to do more, to uh, contribute more, um, and to, um, and that goes also with, um, you know, my family, what can I do to make my marriage better? What can I do to, it's just, it's a constant process of working on things, working on yourself. Um, and it's a journey. So, um, it's looking at each day with a sense of the opportunity that's presented that day and trying to take advantage of it. Do you feel this like a balance because... You could be afraid of changing something or, or, or doing something. But on the other hand, if you don't take that action, then you don't move forward. Yeah, I'm afraid of things I do all the time. Um, right now, again, I'm running for judge. That's a big part of what I'm focused on. This entire process has been absolutely terrifying. Um, anxiety is a constant companion these days. It's very, I'm learning how hard it is to put yourself out there, to have people judge you, to have people sometimes make um, criticisms of you. Some are fair, but some are really unfair. And, and to accept that. Do you feel like also it's, it's nerve-wracking to have people know you? Like just open up and say, this is who I am. Oh, it's terrifying. What if they don't like me? When right. Figure out who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're putting yourself out there and it's being, I think courage is, is not, is not necessarily doing that, but the courage is being okay. If people don't like who you are, that is so, I just want to let, let's say that again. That's so, so good. Courage is not going out there and putting yourself out there. It's being okay with the rejection if it happens. Exactly. It's being okay with that. That being is, okay. that is, I think the definition of courage is, is being okay with that rejection and saying, you know what, if people, um, you know, they, they don't vote for me, they don't want me to be the next judge. 
that, that's okay. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with who I am. And, um, and I think um, that's really what courage is. And so I'm working on that. I'm working on being okay with rejection because it's really hard. Do you, um, when do you feel you arrive to that space of I'm okay with who I am? Um, well, some of that I do think comes with age and yeah. knowing who you are. Um, and, you know, I think that, um, I think that, um, having more confidence that I'm able to do the things I want to do, um, and, uh, don't think, don't do the things I don't want to do and, um, being able to say no, that's also, and that's something. okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, so it's a process for sure. I don't know when you've arrived. Um, I think we're always works in progress. Um, so, but I do feel that um, certainly age has, uh, or age is, is one of the good things about getting older as well as that you become more confident with who you are and, um, and okay with the people who are, um, are, are maybe reject you as a person and also having people that love you for who you are. And that, that's also extremely important because that gives you a lot of confidence to um, be yourself. Oh my goodness, you are a wealth of just wisdom and knowledge and also absolutely balance and flexibility. I hope that you win. I hope that everything goes great and everybody gets to uh, experience more Carissa Potts and yeah. I am so honored that you could come and so happy and I want to thank you very much. Well, thank you Gabby and thank you for um, asking such probing questions and making me really reflect on some things and um, yeah, it's been um, I really appreciate it. Thank you and we'll see you in our next episode. Goodbye.